I'm Laura Jane Parker. I'm Alana Parker. And we are re-watching every Ali McBeal episode through Yeah, anniversary party. Um, and uh, I ambled up to Eleanor, a bit drunk, probably, and said, <laughs> So, how did Patsy start a podcast? A podcast? <laughs> had a new, podcast? Newfangled podcast. <laughs> no, it wasn't quite like that. We, yeah. we were aware and been thinking individually. <laughs> we were, yeah, 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 yeah. But then okay. we were like, Wow, I've been thinking about doing a podcast. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> and, there and now here we are. Here we are. One season in. In. It's a bit mad. It's crazy, but yeah. super fun. It's been really fun. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I think we'll talk a bit at the end of this episode about our plans uh, between mm. now and next season and what you can expect from us. But uh, don't worry, there's not going to be a gaping void for too long. No. Um, we'll have some content for you between now and starting next season, but we will explain more about that later. But today we're looking today. at the finale. For the final time for of season one. Season one, episode 23, These Are The Days. These are the bloody days, I tell you. <laughs> Yes. Which was first aired 18th of May, 98. Yes. Uh, and before we uh, get stuck in to yeah. the uh, meat and potatoes of this whole thing, am I about to be interrupted by a <laughs> cultural stuff jingle? <laughs> we interrupt this program for Eleanor's cultural stuff. Brought to you by the 90s. The decade more problematic than it looks. was Aqua and Turn Back Time. If I can turn back time. This was their like serious song, wasn't it? After yeah. having like two like novelty ones. Yeah, it, it was used on the Sliding, Sliding Doors, Doors soundtrack. Yeah, 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 I remember that. Was so, this like the only serious song they ever did? I feel like they were pretty much a novelty band apart from this Yeah, song. I think this was the only normal song <laughs> I mean I thought it was I was just a bit like fine but you're aqua like stop trying to be not aqua you've made this bed <laughs> you will so, lie in it don't try and get out of it yeah. um, 22nd of May Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas was released in the US oh I didn't watch that till years later I've never seen it oh uh, 
mm, I would say it's worth seeing, but now knowing what I know about Johnny Depp and his problematic behaviour, I'd probably say it's probably not, but, um, I mean, it's alright if you like stoner comedy stuff. Stuff, and, um... Was it kind of a bit, like, a Judd Apatow film before Judd Apatow? No, films? it's not really Judd Apatow-y. I say comedy, it's not really... It's funny, but it's not, like, comedy-comedy. It's not, like, Cheech and Chong comedy, like, that kind of thing. Or Judd Apatow-type comedy. Yeah. Express, I think. It's, so it's um, based on a book by Hunter S. Thompson, who is known for being... And it's kind of semi-autobiographical. It's kind of about him. And right. he's known for being just, like, this person who took loads of drugs and then used it to fuel his like creativity so he's like this like weird drug taking creative genius and they get on loads of weird like psychedelic escapades and it's directed by terry gilliam oh yeah i don't know if you've seen like brazil or some of the other stuff he's done his stuff is always a bit like off the wall like trippy trippy yeah Yeah. exactly so it has that kind of vibe as opposed to the kind of judd apatow stuff you're thinking of okay 23rd of May, a referendum on the Good Friday Agreement is held in the Republic of Ireland and Northern oh, wow. Ireland. Yeah. With 95% and 71% support, respectively. That is timely because mm. obviously, with Brexit, yeah. one of the massive sticking points on coming to an agreement is what we're going to do what about does the border this do between about Ireland Friday and, yeah, and Northern Ireland and yeah. the relationships between them that has basically only been held together over the last 20 years, years through the Good Friday Agreement. Yeah, yeah. So, wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Brace yourself for the next bit. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, I'm... Ex- Where's the Simon Mayo music? <laughs> yeah, well, ex- I, I'm expecting that you do know about this, but I don't know, because you didn't know about Father Ted, so... Shockingly. <laughs> but... Phil Hartman, yes, who voiced Lionel Hutz and Troy McClure on The know. Simpsons, yeah. was shot twice and killed by his wife. Such a weird story. Um, I mean, it's not a story, obviously. Happened, yeah, but like that was twenty eighth so of May. Crazy. He was killed. Yeah, she, he was sleeping in their bed, and she was intoxicated, and recently had taken cocaine. Mm. And w- once she'd killed him, she locked herself in the bathroom and killed, killed herself. herself. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a case of she was just a real, like, drug addict and it sounds like she had a real temper and possibly it was an abuse... It sounds like it was an abusive relationship if it ended in her shooting him while he's in bed sleeping. Yeah. I think think she was known for her temper. Yeah, I I think she had mental health problems as well. I I think she probably did, yeah. Yeah, I don't Um, know. But it's really sad, super sad story. Yeah, really sad, really tragic. Um, But yeah, yeah, that was 28th of May. May 31st, Jerry Halliwell goes into hiding as her public relations representative (laughs) confirms that she has left the Spice Garden I remember when that happened because I was watching the National Lottery, which was the the first programme they went on where... Jerry wasn't there, and I remember yeah. Mel Seek turning to the camera and being like, Jerry's sick today, get well soon, Jerry. And I was like, hang on a minute, this is not right. You're like, I smell a, a rat. rat. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what is going on? You're like, your radar, like, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, this isn't right. I'm pretty sure something else is going on. Like, yeah. 
I, um, I think I remember that too. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, oh, the, I have such a vivid memory of yeah. Mel face on the lottery yeah. show being like, and now to the balls. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> being like, yeah, get well soon, Jenny. Um, that's my terrible <laughs> Liverpudby accent. Melanie C. Yeah, there you go. She broke the news, and I was like, you are lying. It's <laughs> lies! <laughs> Where um, have you put her? <laughs> yeah. And I remember being like, because I was a big Spice Girls fan when they first came out. Um, yes. And then I was a bit like, what is going on? Because it, it's amazing. I think people forget like how short-lived they it actually was. were. It yeah. was a couple of years. Tops. But it was like, but it was huge. intense. It was everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, it was, and I think, I can't. And it's kind of not some, surprising that one of them had burnout and couldn't do yeah. it, considering how, you know, a, yeah, short space of time to become that globally famous. Yeah, it was massive, like America and the UK, like everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. And I just think, she was a bit like, you know, stop the world, I want to get off, yeah. kind of thing, which I don't blame her. And actually, I was a big fan of her solo career, even though I know not everyone is, but I just thought she Oh, was no, I like a few of her solo yeah. songs. No, yeah. but I, like, not just the songs, but, like, her, um, what she was trying to do with her solo career, just do stuff for her on her yes. terms, rather than being part of this machine. That, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think, I remember, because we had her autobiography at some point. Yeah, I had it, yeah. Uh, and I read it, and I remember her saying, like, in it, something about um, the breaking point where she wanted to go and do some charity thing. Yeah, and they were like, no, her. you've got no, no And they time. were like, mm, that's not on the schedule, yeah. we can't fit that in, exactly. sorry. And yeah. she was just like, wait, what? I can't. Yeah. Like, my life is no longer my own. My, my own, yeah. yeah. And the things that I really care about, I'm not allowed to do. And they've, they'd always been people who tried to do, like, take back control. Like, the way they fired their original manager because they wanted them to be, like, this, like, cookie-cutter girl band. And they were like, that's not us. Like, yeah. we're going to be our own individuals and whatever. Yeah. Not all dressed in the same outfit. Yeah. So that was very much something that came from them. And yeah. luckily they found, I mean... Yeah, they found a, a manager who saw the potential of that and was yeah. like, actually, this could this be is really massive. You can sell this. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm not saying that the manager that they ended up with, was it Simon Fuller? I think it was. It? Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that he's like, you know, best guy ever. <laughs> the angel of the, <laughs> no. yeah, the, you know, the saviour and like only had their best interests in heart. No, I'm, I'm sure not. he was very much commercially like, ooh, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, but, oh, um, yeah. But yeah, so I think, you know, the moment that Derry was a bit like, hang on a minute, I don't have control anymore. I think that was probably like, yeah. I can't live this way. Yeah. Um, and I respect that a lot. Yeah. It, can you imagine walking away from that? From that, yeah. That's really ballsy. Yeah, massively yeah. ballsy. And yeah. I don't think she gets enough credit for it. No, no, it's true. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, that's my view. Okay, we've had our Spice Girls. <laughs> like, I talk about the Spice Girls all day. Like, can we set up another podcast where we talk about girl bands? That would be great. That would be great. 90s girls bands. Yeah. Girls bands? Girls bands. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so shall we dive into Let's these other days? In. These other days, the final hurdle. Let's yes. go. So we start and Ali is at the in the unisex at with the sinks with Georgia, Georgia and, Elaine. and Elaine and they're all pouring over her hair. Yeah, looking very intently. <laughs> um, and Ali is saying, uh, I think Ali's trying to show them that basically she's been to have her hair coloured recently but she thinks bits of it are Has green. 
turn green. Um, yeah. And they're trying to... Um, and George is like, well, just pluck it out. And she's like, no, it's evidence. Yeah. I want to take it to the colourists to like, prove that they've yeah. done something wrong. So then Georgia, at some point, kind of can't really see on the top of Ali's head because they're similar heights. So she sort of climbs onto the, the sink, sink area, yeah. Um, to sort of, and she sort of moves, angles the light to see better. And then she's like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, I can yeah. see it. Um, and then um, suddenly Bobby enters. I know, Bobby in, from the practice. From the practice. And do you remember when we did the practice episode, you were like, oh, I don't think we see him again. This is the end. Turns out, no. Oh, yeah, no, I really thought that was, I didn't think we'd see him again. But yeah, Bobby comes in whilst they're pouring over um, Ali's hair and suddenly Elaine looks up and realises and says, Bobby! And Ali gets really startled and falls over. But of course, because Georgia is like leaning on her to look at her hair, yeah, she, she ends up pulling up Georgia with her. With her yeah. And they all, both fall down. And Bobby's like, oh, are you okay? And Ali, uh, Elaine explains the situation by being like, some of Ali's hair is green. <laughs> and Ali just sort of snorts at, at Elaine and like gives her like evil looks. Like, what are you doing? And Ali's like, well, why are you here? And Bobby says, well, a case. I represent two men against the hospital, possible conflict of interest, so I need outside counsel. Are you interested? And Ali goes, in you? <laughs> and she's like, I mean, I mean, what sort of case? And then, like, I love it because you see Georgia and Elaine, like, look at each other, like, really knowingly. Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, like, yeah. Bobby. Yeah, Bobby. <laughs> Heartthrob. Um, and Bobby explains more. He says, it's a little strange. Basically, they want to switch hearts. One of them's got a good heart. The other one's got a congenital disease. And they want to switch them. And Ali's like, is that legal? And Bobby's like, well, that's that's the question. Like, that's why I'm here. And then he goes, will you do it with me? And it's like, okay, you are being <laughs> insanely suggestive here, Bobby. Well, like... Ali turns around because <laughs> Elaine and Georgia are behind her. I know. And she turns around and just gives them a look like... I Did he just this. say what I think he just said? And like, then she turns back to Bobby going, sure. Um, and oh, we have like a gif moment where Elaine and, Elaine and Georgia's tongues like fall to the Their ground. Their yeah. tongues, yeah. Um, and yeah, and she sort of turns back going, sure, sure, yeah. And then she's saying yes. John comes bursting out of a stall in like a perfect gymnastics Flip. display. <laughs> yeah. um, finally, and he sort of lands perfectly and says, I've sold my dismount. And everyone's just like speechless. At yeah. What's going on. Because, I mean, we still haven't figured out what the hell it is that he's doing in there. I mean, it's rubbish, really, isn't it? We have to suspend our disbelief. Completely suspend, yeah. Yeah, completely. And then we're in titles. But I really enjoyed that scene, like, before Bobby comes in and, like... Everyone's pouring over 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 Like, there's something about, like... Female like bonding monkeys, in that way, like, yeah. Picking nits but, off of each but other I really, whatever. I really like it. I really like seeing like women like bond in that way. Like, I feel um, it sort of struck home with me because I've recently gone from having like very highlighted hair to like trying to get um, grow my roots out a bit. So I've recently coloured the top of my hair to be like more like my natural colour. Yeah. So that as it grows out, I don't have to keep getting it dyed yes. at the roots. To get yeah. The roots sorted um but since I've done that I've realized that probably for years like I've had gray hairs coming and I've like, never <laughs> noticed them before because they've just blended in with the blonde. blonde and so I've been like constantly pouring over my hair being like where are the greys why are the grey hairs so I was like I know the feeling of like pouring in the mirror being like it's there can you see it <laughs> so it's funny okay so, so after opening credits we're yes. back 
um, in the office. In the conference room. Conference room. room. It's like the morning meeting. And yeah. we're basically introduced to the two cases this week. Yes. Um, the C- CEO with a bad heart and the janitor with the good heart that wants yes. to swap hearts. Yes. And, and the hospital's refusing to do it, so they're going to yeah. go in there and get a court order. Ali's explaining that. And Richard goes, uh, you can have my heart. I never use it. Kidding. They're <laughs> <laughs> so kidding. Who cares? John, new, key, new case. And John explains his case, which he has, which is um, a second cousin of his yeah. called Alan Farmer. And he goes on trial today for misdemeanor battery. battery. Um, and while he's explaining all of this... Ali's like more interested in inspecting her hair. She is She's like, like putting her hair in front it, yeah. of her face. But John continues and says, you know, his other lawyer wanted to plead it out, and Alan refused. And then he goes, so it's come to a da 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 da, da and Billy slams the, the table, table to, to like cut, stop, like break his thought pattern, and which I thought was a bit much. I nearly threw in an objection yeah. there because I was like, uh. Don't fucking do that to someone with a stutter. No. That's like beyond rude. I think he's thinking he's trying to help because he knows that John tries to stop himself by like cutting the thought pattern. But that's different. But that's not that's, for you to yeah. decide. And actually the way he, like he's not, like the expression on Billy's face when he does it is yeah. one of annoyance. Yeah. And I just think like, no, that's just someone fucking aggressive. With a stutter is not an annoyance. You just, yeah. it's, you know, they can't help it. They're not yeah, doing it to be annoying. Yeah, on purpose. Yeah, and exactly. I just think, like, you're, what you just did with the look on your face and the fact that you just slammed, yeah, like, it, that is just awful. aggressive. Yeah, yeah. And that's not going to make him stop stuttering. No. Like, it's, it's, uh, it's going to make, make it worse. worse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway, Billy slams the table Ooh. and has the toys out the pram moment and says, what did he do? And John says, he assaults happy people. He sees people who are happy. He accosts them. And Renee drew the case. So I anticipate a battle hard fought, but fair. And then at this point, Ali goes, there, it's green. It's definitely green. Yeah, she and, it's like, and Richard like plucks it out, oh. which is exactly what Ali didn't want, yeah. him, want to happen. And she looks annoyed and he sniffs the oh. hair and Georgia like grimaces. Yeah, she's like, ugh. Uh, but I'm like, you don't just no, pluck people's hair right. out. Stop. Like, you don't have a right to touch anyone's bodily parts. He just has no fucking boundaries whatsoever. I know. Um, so next scene, we're in the courtroom and... It's the first time we see Judge Walsh, who is played by Albert Hall. And the reason I'm picking out Judge Walsh more than any other is that he's the most recurring judge is on the show. the first time we see him? Yes, because I looked it up. Really? Yes. I feel like I've seen him in other episodes. I looked it up. This is the first, like, on IMDb, this is the first appearance that he's credited really? in. Yeah, so he, he may have been in other but not credited, but why would you not credit him? Maybe he wasn't credited, maybe IMDB is wrong, but we haven't mentioned him before, and I feel no. like we would have done if he'd come up, like, more explicitly. So. But um, he's... He, but anyway, it's, yeah. it, he's the most recurring... He's the judge that appears the most times in the course uh, of the entire okay. series. Um, he's, like, in almost every episode from yeah. now on. So, yeah, okay. um, but anyway, um, so Judge Walsh is sitting, um, or residing, or whatever they call it, yeah. and Bobby is arguing alongside opposing counsel in, like, a pre-trial... I don't know what they call this bit. Like I don't know what this is, because it's not a trial. It's not... No, it's, like, the pre-trial... 
I, th I think it's the pre-trial motion where you decide whether the trial, whether it's actually going to go ahead when it's, it's got viability as a case. Ahead. Right, yeah. Um, I think. Um, anyone who knows anything more about American law than I do, uh, please correct us if we're wrong. <laughs> but anyway, they're explaining to um, the judge what is what this case is all about. Um, and the judge is looking a bit confused because he's like, you want me to order what? It's not a kidney, it's his heart. Like, you can't do this. Yeah. And Bobby's saying, well, the heart is a muscle, it's like a kidney. And But the opposing counsel was obviously arguing, yeah, but suppose he dies. This man, by taking the weaker heart, risks dying. And Bobby's like, yes, he recognises that and he was willing to take the risk. And... He's willing, and they're arguing about like, well, that's suicide, and, and risk, like, but willing to risk dying is not the not same, same as suicide, suicide. Um, and it's repugnant to public policy. The judge asks whether um, the person who's taking the heart is paying the man, and no, there's no payment, um, you know, so who are we to stand in their way, says Bobby. And the um, opposing counsel is saying, well, the problem is you're asking the hospital to participate with it. If they want to switch hearts, fine, but you can't order the hospital to do it because they could risk their reputation. And uh, the opposing counsel says this kind of voodoo surgery could cost federal grants to the hospital. And the judge says, well, not if some pro-voodoo judge sticks you with a court order, the hospital will be off the hook. Um, do and you then... feel like this, because uh, voodoo yeah. is very much uh, a thing related to uh, like black culture and black magic in terms of like you don't talk about witch doctors yeah it's, it's very but it's very much part of like something that goes back to Africa rather Ooh. than um, is my understanding I I do think that there is other versions of it called other yeah. things yeah but, and I wonder whether <sighs> Judge Walsh is black, so he took offence. He to took offence to the guy going voodoo. Yeah, and he was like, "Well, what if you're, what if I'm pro voodoo?" You know, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know what yeah. I mean? And I wondered whether that was a thing that I don't know. underlying. I, I maybe I didn't pick up on that, but that's possible for sure. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. um, the judge decides that he wants to hear the the case at ten o'clock tomorrow. Um, and. He says, Mr. Gilson, I want to hear from you, who is the guy who is offering his heart. And we see him at the bench, and he is played by Richard Schiff, who is better known as Toby Ziegler from the West Wing, which is weird, because he... I looked into his... Uh, career history he also played a part on the practice that same year but it was a completely different part Ooh. so having bobby from the practice That's dealing weird. with his case i just thought was like oh, odd that is weird. <laughs> yeah okay i mean it's just one of those quirks I'm yeah sure it was like a tiny part so nobody would notice it's at the time but i was just yeah. like it's funny because richard schiff went on to have such an iconic TV role as Toby Ziegler in The West Wing. He's so, so well known. Never for that. watched The West Wing. Oh, look, I I didn't watch it until recently. So my husband is a massive West Wing fan, massive yeah. American politics fan, and he took he like insisted that we watch it. <laughs> um, and we're up to season three, I think, or maybe season four now. Okay. Um, and yeah, he's a, it's Toby's a wonderful character. Um, mm. Richard Schiff does an amazing job, and he's gone on to do other things as well. But um, okay. he's very well known as Toby from the West Wing. So it's just funny to see him in this like, yes. early days of his career yeah. before he got that big. Role. It's fun when you see yeah. that like actor. Like sometimes you're 
go back and rewatch a show and be like, oh, that's so and so from something yeah. that's big now, yeah. like that you wouldn't have known at yeah. the time because yeah. they weren't. Yeah, like I really. I As love I was things. rewatching this episode to make notes for this podcast, um, my husband came in and was like, "What's Toby doing?" Why are you watching Toby? And I was like, "No, it's Richard Schiff. I'm watching Ali." And he was like, "Oh, but yeah, it's funny." Um, Anyway, so the trial is on, basically. Yeah. Um, so the next scene, we have John and Alan Farmer walking in the corridor and talking of people yeah. who are big in other roles and doing yes. their early work. Alan yeah. Farmer is played by Willie Garson, who is better known as Stanford Blatch in Sex and the City, which is weird because earlier in this season of Ali, in the second episode, he played an opposing counsel. I thought we'd had yes. him on before. Yes. But I couldn't remember whether so I funny. was imagining it or not, or whether I was like, am I thinking of someone else? No, you're not. It's funny that in this episode, we've got two actors that had previously played minor roles in the same in universe, the same universe yeah. in the same year. Yeah, you know? yeah, so yeah, it's just yeah. like, clearly they did that tiny role and the, everyone loved them so much that they were like, oh, come back and do this bigger, yes, completely different yes, role. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Great So, they're walking along the corridor and Alan is saying he would be glad to plea um, and he says that's what I wanted plea 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 and that's what we see he's got this weird vocal tick where he repeats words three times, three times. yeah and um, he's saying he wants to plea because he doesn't want jail John's saying they won't agree to no jail and Alan's like I can't go to jail no 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 we go to trial no to jail no 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 yeah <laughs> he's yeah. like just get stuck on no 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 oh, no, 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 no 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 yeah. no to jail no to jail yeah. um, and then John just sort of rubs his forehead like <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do with this like this guy is even more odd than I am. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Clearly it sort of runs in the family, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. The next scene we have a witness testifying in the Alan Farmer case and uh, they're kind of talking about their first interaction uh, or how they came across uh, to be involved with Alan Farmer and yes. um, the incident that involved him now being on trial for misdemeanour yes. battery. So she was basically, she was sitting on a subway next to a man she was dating. In Renee's fact, questioning her. Yes, yeah. yeah, and it was her first date with this guy. Yeah. And he was riding her to... Uh, <laughs> that sounds odd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was riding her to a stop. Yeah, yeah. and... <laughs> All of a sudden, thwap. They were talking and laughing, and then thwap. And then she points at Alan and she goes, that awful person hit me, vicious. And John stands up and says, objection to awful and vicious, I'd also be seeking to strike thwap on grounds of ambiguity. <laughs> and, ju and Judge Boyle He's is presiding, the person yeah, presiding yeah, yeah. over this case. Um, so we've got two iconic Ali Reveal judges. I in love this Judge Boyle. Um, and he says, I'll strike awful and vicious. Yeah. <laughs> but not thwap, yeah. clearly. Um, so Renee asks, um, did he hit you with his um, hand? And um, apparently, no. He used a sawed-off paddle like you'd use for a canoe if it was a normal length, but he'd sawed it into a weapon and, and he hit, hit her. her. <laughs> so then we get John crossing and he's getting to the crux of what it is that caused Alan to choose her to hit. Um, and basically, <laughs> it's because they... Um, but he, we're thinking of I love I love the way that he asks her these questions and he does it with all the witnesses in this case where he's like yeah. so right before you got hit did you and your date kiss and she's like no and he's like were you thinking of kissing and she's like oh we could have been but you didn't, did you? And she's like, no. And he's like, you were thinking of kissing, but you didn't kiss. Is that your testimony? And she's like, I guess. And he's like, thank you. And he's like, look, like holds out his hands, like incredulous, like 
Well, look, I mean... <laughs> what well, kind of a shot show is this? <laughs> yeah. They were thinking of kissing and they didn't kiss? Like... Yeah, and then he sits down. <laughs> and Renee just looks confused. <laughs> um, so the next uh, scene, we have some shots of Boston at night. Um, and Ali is at the practice office yeah. um, talking with Bobby. And basically, they're talking about the case, and there's nothing establishing that there's nothing kind of quid pro quo about this agreement. Like, yeah, there's like no he's money. Never that, taken money it's from just him. that they're friends. And Ali's saying a custodian and a CEO, which a custodian is basically like a janitor, janitor isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And you believe that? And Bobby's like, well, I thought I was the hard and jaded one. And, you know, I came to you because you still practice innocence. That's why I wanted you on this case, is yes. basically what he's saying. And Ali's no, like... No, goes, but even so, friends don't... <laughs> I'd consider you and I to be friends, but I don't think I'd even give you blood. And I was like, like that's mean. That's horrible. <laughs> I was going to say, I give blood to strangers all the time. I, know, I was just like, well, you're a bit of a dickhead, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. But then Bobby goes, yeah, you would. And then he smiles. And then... And there's a gif of Ali's tongue coming out and like spinning Bobby around. Yeah, like, like it's, re- it's really weird. Like, I have to say, like, I've never. It's just like all the tongue gifts up till now have kind of made a certain amount of sense. Yeah. But this one is like, it like wiggles up to like Bobby's neck, like wraps itself around him and then like pulls and spins him around like on a the top. Spot. Like a yeah. top. Yeah. And I'm but, like. like I've never, I don't know what this feeling is that this, this gift is trying to I mean, I'll explain. definitely be using it on Twitter this week, so watch out for it if you haven't seen it. Um, so weird. But yeah, it was, it was odd. <laughs> Liked it, I guess. Um, and then Bobby says, Ali, you know I showed up at your bar once in your office and I saw you guys dancing. And I think in the episode, yes, I assumed do. that they had seen each other because they cut from Bobby coming in and looking for her and then there's a shot of Ali's face like looking up and smiling as though she's seen him um and no, so I, I guess d- they didn't see each other because obviously I didn't read it that way at the time oh. I read it as she hadn't noticed him okay well I guess clearly your interpretation was correct because yes. in this conversation we we get that they didn't see each other and then Ali says well when is the last time that you danced and Bobby goes oh I dance and she's like yeah but the last time you know do, do you, you even, even remember? remember and he's like not really and then Ali looks at like her, her watch, watch and says well I have time for one and Bobby's like it's past ten we have to be at court in at nine and Ali's like oh no I don't mean go out like right here one dance you're due you just need to hear the music in your head you can do that can't you and Bobby's like sure and there's like background music that starts as she's saying yeah. that and it's um Vonda singing just one look by Doris Troy which uh, originally by Doris Troy who I've never heard of but it was no. covered by the Hollies Martha Reeves Lisa Ronstadt oh, so it's quite okay. I think the covers are more famous than right the okay um, but Ali starts shaking her shoulders as the music kind of starts in her head yeah um and she's like do you hear it and, and Bobby's like I'm beginning to which I'm like bullshit you're just going <laughs> yeah. I know they dance and he kind of they sort of sway and they start dancing he twirls so it's quite cute they yeah. just sort of dance in the office yeah I mean I do find this whole dancing to imaginary imaginary music like so whimsical like and I'm someone that likes whimsy but I just feel like this is like almost nauseatingly whimsical. I don't know because I, I just I listen to music in my head and dance all the time. Yeah, but you don't go. Can you dance to imaginary music? I do. Do you? Me and my husband oh my are 
often God. dance in the kitchen. Like, not, like, sexually, just, like, stupidly. I'll make, I'll start singing something and be like... But that's da, 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 da. different. Yeah. You're, you're singing it. Right. They're not singing. Yeah, but because they're terrible singers. And also, it's an, acu- it's an excuse to, like, have Vonda sing more songs. I, just, I think this just smacks of Ali being like... Oh, are you a magical unicorn like me who can <laughs> music? No one else can. If you can't, then we can't be compatible forever and ever soulmates. Like, okay. And I'm just like, ugh, vomit. Okay. All right, fine. I like it. But, but yeah. I think you're talking about singing and dancing yeah. to yourself. That's not dancing to yourself with no music. I mean, sometimes I don't, if I'm on my own, I wouldn't sing. I would just hear it in my head. I think that's different as well. Okay. What I'm talking about is her being like, this This feels like, because especially when she's like going, uh, oh, you just need to hear the music in your head. And he's like, and she's like this, like putting her finger to her head, like in your head. <laughs> like, and then she's just like, and he's like in my head. And she's like, you can do that can't you like like this is a test that right. if he can't Pass. do this with her yeah then he's not compatible for her sure and i just think it's a really stupid test yeah. okay I, okay i agree um so so next we have ali in the unisex um uh mirror like doing her lipstick and Georgia is there, like, just having girl talk with her, being like, did you kiss him? And she's like, no, we just danced the pretend music. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then Ali says, it wasn't clingy slow, just preppy slow. And Georgia's like, slow is slow. And then she says, Georgia says, I would have kissed him. And then we hear a flush, and Billy comes out. Um, of a cubicle, And yeah. Ali goes, um, Billy! Billy! <laughs> like, with time, warn Georgia that yeah. Billy's there, because I don't think she's... She's realised, yeah. yeah. And Georgia's like, Billy! And then she says, if I were you, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, and Ali's like, married. And Georgia's like, yeah, married, yeah, yeah, fine. And Ali goes, I've got green hair and I'm doing court. And then just leaves. <laughs> so Billy's like, uh, left yeah. with... Georgia. And he immediately um, becomes like... Billy Butthurt. I thought we'd seen the last of Billy Butthurt for this season, but no. no he's no. like, one more for the road <laughs> to send you off. He goes, this guy, Donald, he does it for you, huh? And Georgia's like, me? me? No. No, no, no. Are you kidding? I don't even think he's good looking. Maybe he is. I don't even remember. <laughs> Billy looks stern. You look like, really, really unconvinced stern. and annoyed. And I'm just like, you're so... I nearly threw in two objections here. Wow, One okay. for Billy being such a fucking dick about it. Like, does it matter? Like, fuck off with your butt hurt. Yeah. Fuck off with your butt hurt butt and never come back. <laughs> um, but then Georgia, like, don't hide it. You're yeah. perfectly entitled to find another man attractive. attractive. It doesn't mean that you're going to, like, Cheat run off him. with him. Yeah, I, I just... This guy is just so fucking predictable. Like, and he's just pitiful. It's just beyond sad. Like, it's just... And it's like, Georgia, you were seriously considering having this guy's baby, like, five minutes ago. And then she's all like, oh, I don't even remember. Like, who is he? Like, I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm like, don't do that. Don't pander to it. She enables him all the time. And I like Georgia as a character, but this is the thing that most fucks me off about her, that she will pander to Billy. And I think a lot of women do do that. And it's annoying, because it's that thing of, like, no, all you have to say is... Yeah, he's attractive. That doesn't mean and anything. It does, like, 
I find other men attractive other than you. I'm sure you find other women attractive other than me. In fact, you've made it really fucking Clear. obvious that Not you've made... Not just that you find her attractive, but you, like, are emotionally attracted to someone else yeah. as well. Yeah, well, I mean, not only with, like, Ali, but, like, the, the male woman. The male woman, Like, yeah. um, it's like, this is... You're such a fucking hypocrite. It's just the way he comes out, like, this guy, Donald, he does it for you, huh? And I'm like, yeah, and? Yeah, like... like Crime of the century. He, he's attractive, and I've noticed. Also, newsflash: <laughs> take a number. I'm attracted to lots of men. Yeah, and it's like fucking deal with it. Yeah, like deal with it. This is human Pull nature. Pull your big boy pants up. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get big boy pants to fit Billy's butt hurt. But no, that's the you really can't. It's too like... butt hurt. <laughs> too sensitive. <laughs> he means like. <laughs> like super soft, like nappy rash pants. <laughs> <laughs> <It's butter, butter. laughs> Some E45 cream. <laughs> My butt hurts. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was. I nearly threw into objections, yeah. but then I took them back because something worse. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So okay. Um. So then we're in court, and there's a witness another witness um, testifying in the Alan Farmer case. And they are talking, it's a man this time, and he's saying, I was in the theatre, so movie theatre, yeah. the movie was slow, so I rested my head against my dates, and then boom, I get hit on the temple. And, <laughs> and Judge Paul goes, was it a vicious hit? And John goes, objection! <laughs> like, John get, John's being really, like, it's not quite aggressive, but he's being very firm today. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Very, like, not, like, sort of softly, softly. He's no. Like, object- like, he shouts objection, yeah, whereas yeah. before he might have just used a clicker. Do you know yes, what I mean? Like, yeah. he's being very aggressive. And then Judge Boyle says, sustained. Um, and Renee says, did you see who did it? And and he's like, he did, and points at Alan. I love how <laughs> when, when he points at Alan, Alan looks really crossing and again John's taking on this like scolding tone that you picked up on yeah. the last one it's been like you let your head fall against the woman next to you and he's like she was my date your date not your girlfriend and he's like well she's my fiance and he's like but at the time and he's like no we later became engaged at the time you were untoward and he's like, <laughs> it's like are you are kidding, kidding? <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> And John says, uh, yeah. Your Honor. Um, He's like, uh, basically, John pauses and looks closer at the witness. And he goes, Your Honor. And he like lightly taps his mouth and points at the witness. And, and Judge, Judge Boyle is like, would you step up here to yeah. the witness? And the witness like, And he's what? like, yeah. And he's like, let me see your teeth. And he's uh, like, excuse me? <laughs> and he's like, the Judge Boyle goes, let me see your teeth. And the witness kind of looks at Renee and Renee just kind of like, nods yeah, like, like, you're going to have to do this. Yeah. And he shows his teeth and he's got like salad stuck in you it. See hot, like, you see hot like Do it again. <laughs> do it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do like the horror swell of music as it like focuses it on his teeth. Yeah, he's got like spinach like, in his yeah. teeth or something. Well, and then Judge Royal just looks really upset and has got like his head in his teeth. I know, he's so upset. He's I like, mean, you have something. <laughs> he's like, you have something. Uh, why? It's spinach. And then he goes, I am very, very disappointed. Yeah, and he like, like bangs his table. Yeah. And the witness is like poking the side of his teeth going like, like the wrong, the wrong side. side yeah going like what's going on like i don't understand 
Um, and judge says, any more questions? And John's like, no. And um, the judge turns to the jury and says, Members of the jury, our witness has a small piece of spinach caught in an incisor. Now, when oral decay starts to build up between the tooth and the gum, bacteria starts to build colonies. Even the most nutritious vegetable can turn into Vietnam. <laughs> God bless Judge Boyle. I mean, this is not the way justice should no, work. No, but, but I love it. It's so fucking funny because Judge just looks at the witness in like absolute disgust. disgust. And, and Renee is like, taking a moment like, oh, oh my, my God. God, I didn't brief him on brushing his teeth. I know. An idiot. Like, and yeah. that's the thing is like, trust John to like yeah. exploit the kookiness in another person. Of course, you of know. course. It was, it was wonderful. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. He's not wrong. Like, all decay is a real problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then we're in the kind of uh, halls of the court outside the courtroom and Ali is sat with uh, Mr. Mr. Michelson Mr. Michelson and Mr. Gilpin yeah, yeah. Um, like she's like in between them and they're kind of like bickering the two men they're very they? much portrayed their friendship is like like almost like an old married couple like you or like siblings yes almost as yeah. well like a little brother but yeah. like um, the, the, the CEO Mr. Michelson is saying oh let's just call this off and um, which Chiff Mr. Gilpin is like don't be such a quitter and they're like don't call me a quitter you're a quitter and like quitter yeah and then Ali's just like hey 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 let's just go inside Bobby's waiting for us um, and Mr. Michelson says go ahead Bernie I want to talk to Miss um, McBeal for a second and, and Bernie's like what about and he's like just go and Bernie's like but she's my lawyer and he's like I'm planning your birthday party scram like, get out <laughs> yeah. of here and he walks off and, and this is where you kind of get an insight into the fact that they do super deeply care about each other yeah. because Mr. Michelson says you know it, he's obviously very protective over him he's yeah. like is he going to get grilled there and Ali's like no he's not on trial for anything um, and, and he's like well the other lawyer seemed a little aggressive like he, he tries to humiliate Bernie and, and Ali's like there shouldn't be a motive to beat him up it should be fine and he's like okay, okay um, yeah so, so then we get Ali questioning Bernie on the stand and asking about how they he met. met Mr. Michaelson. Yeah, yeah. Um, and apparently Bernie was asking him for change because he was walking past uh, one day in 1989. Uh, it sounds like Bernie was homeless yes. or at least sort yeah, of destitute enough to be asking yeah. for change. Um, and Ali said, well, and he gave you change? And apparently he gave him a $5 bill. And every Wednesday for the next three years, he gave him a $5 bill. And Ali's like, well, did you talk? And Bernie says, well, not really. He'd say, how are you today? He'd look me right in the eye, which is more than I get from most people. Yeah. And so Ali's like, well, how did you go from that to being like best buddies? Um, and he says, well, one day it was snowing and cold and he brought me inside to this place for some soup. And we started talking. And it turns out it was really easy to find things to talk about. They played high school in the same conference high school ball no, in the, the same, same conference, conference. Um, and they just hit it off and eventually he gave him a job as a custodian at his company and they ended up starting to have lunch every now and again and it became every Wednesday for five years um, and he said he only missed two um, and the last one he missed was because he got sick and the judge says did Mr. Michelson ever offer to compensate you for you know, what, what you're you offering, offering to, to give, give him? him and Bernie kind of flounders and Ali jumps in and says, I think what the judge is getting at is why are you doing this? And Bernie says, 
He's got a family, a beautiful wife and two great kids, people who need him to live. With that heart, he's got maybe three or four years. Which is so sad, that yeah. story. It's like heartbreaking. Yeah. We then get the opposing counsel crossing um, and sort of trying to pick holes in this story, I guess, a bit. Being like, so this is just friendship, like there's nothing else in it. And um, he gets friendship and the goodness of my heart. And yeah. he kind of smiles to himself yeah. as does Mr. Michael. So it's just like, oh, puns. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and and, and they say, but, but if you were CEO and he was a janitor, would you be here today? And Bernie says, well, probably not. If I was a CEO, I doubt I would have brought a street person in from the snow and given him soup. And the judge says... So you've got to help me out a little. Why would any sane man swap his good heart for a sick one? And Bernie says, well, let me ask you a question. Is there any answer I could give that would satisfy you? Mm. And that scene ends yeah. there. Um, so, yeah, it's a really tricky case. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, obviously we will yeah. dive into this a bit deeper in retrial, but it is a real, like... My heart goes out to Bernie because he's clearly... feels like he owes... You know, he clearly loves and cares very deeply for mm. Mr. Michelson and feels like, you know, he's done so much for me. This is, this the, is the one thing I can do, do for yeah. him. And, you know, I don't need it. Who cares about me? You know, yeah. that kind of vibe. Well, I think we certainly get yeah. more yeah. of that in terms of worth. Yeah. Later. Yeah. In the later scene. Yeah. So then we're back at um, Cage of Fish and Georgia is getting Elaine to look at the back of her head now. So. Yeah. We, and <laughs> Elaine has like magnifying goggles yes, on. Exactly. And, like, and Georgia's like, you know, after we were looking at Ali's, I took a closer look at mine and she thinks it's like orangey orange. back there. Um, so yeah, Elaine is wearing, there's, there's like a pan out and we see Elaine wearing these optometrists like goggles. Yeah. And, and Elaine goes, you use too many chemicals and I'm pro-chemicals. <laughs> and then, and then she says, yeah, did you have head lice as a child? I read once where lice over time can cause, can cause orange hair. And Georgia's like, I, no, I never had head lice. But I, like, goes, I have never heard that no, before. But then goes, to be ashamed of it's common with small children i also have pinworms <laughs> it's like elaine tmi <laughs> um and then goes but they don't cause orange hair you got that from lice and george's like i, I never, never had, had lice <laughs> um but then billy sort of sticks his head Pops in his head and the thing the that annoys me in that moment is that i noticed billy never fucking knocks he just assumes mm, he can walk in yeah. like every other time I've seen, and we'll see later. I know one, that thing, that moment was where I noticed it. But then after that, I started looking out for it. And like everyone going into his office always like knocks, particularly like the women. Yeah. But he just barges in regardless yeah. of what could yeah. be going on there. Yeah. So yeah. I just put like a look. I've drawn a little I think frowny he's... face. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't knock. It's so fucking rude. Well, like, maybe he's hoping you'll catch her doing something. I like, don't know. Lusting after a picture of Bobby. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Billy sticks his head in and goes, what's wrong? And Elaine's like, Georgia has parasites. <laughs> and Georgia's like, I do not! Um, and Billy asks to talk to uh, Georgia. Um, and she's like, well, why? And he's like, I need to talk. And she's like, well, can you give me two minutes? And he's like, I'll be in my office. He looks so annoyed that she hasn't dropped everything to go and have a talk with him. I know. <laughs> and then Elaine turns to Georgia and goes, I mentioned the pinworms in confidence. <laughs> 
And George is like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever. Anyway, Billy is like pacing the office His in the next office, scene. Yeah. And Georgia knocks, which yeah. I've underlined three times, and then comes in um, and says, like, what's the problem? And Billy launches into this ridiculous to rage yeah. saying I don't expect you to never be attracted to other men but nor do I expect you to share those attractions with other people it's disrespectful to me and it's disrespectful to our marriage what? you want me to say it louder I can do that it was the way I was tempted to go and I'm like what the actual fucking fuck, fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> like seriously who does this guy think he is? I right so she just goes Billy that was girl talk and Billy goes Girl talk is he's cute. I'm like, how would you know? <laughs> it's not. I would have kissed him. And this is my objection. Right. Like, so basically, I was like, <laughs> that reaction of like, did you just mansplain girl talk to a grown ass woman? That's <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I really hate the way that he is acting here. I mean, I think we both do. But telling. Georgia, how she is and isn't allowed to talk to her friends. I just like it is just, a so hypocritical and so controlling. I'm just like, get out, Georgia! Like for fuck's sake, run for the hills! <laughs> so many times I've been like, what are you doing, Georgia? This man is a complete shit show, <laughs> douche canoe. He's an idiot. Such an idiot. Oh my god. He is a dumpster fire of manhood, I swear. Uh, anyway, Georgia tries to talk him down by saying, oh come on, I didn't mean I would kiss him. And then Billy's like, you were talking about what you'd like to do. Admit that. The fact that you wouldn't, great, I appreciate that. But when you say you would like to kiss another man, what does that say about our marriage? Maybe nothing, could be, but definitely nothing good. I deserve more respect. Than that. And I was like, you deserve no goddamn respect after all this bullshit! <laughs> I just love he's like, what, you know what that says? Could be nothing, maybe nothing, but nothing you're doing. It's just like, you're not making any sense, you fucking moron. Well, then he opens the door to storm out and like Elaine falls in. She she's practically fall in, yeah. She's been listening at the door. Oh my God. And Billy goes, and Elaine goes, I'm concerned for her hair. <laughs> Which is quite oh funny. Oh my god. Um, so then we get Mad. Renee walking in the courthouse hallway with John. Yes. And they're like having a tete-a-tete about like trying to come to some uh, agreement. And yes. Renee's like, I'm not letting this guy go. Yeah. And John's like, the weapon was made from a very soft, soft pine. <laughs> Headwacker, you need to like own that. Like he hits people with a canoe paddle, and John's like soft pine. And I'm like, no matter how often you put soft in front of the word pine, it's still it's fucking pine. wood. Yeah, exactly. And they and uh, Renee's like, hello. Yeah. John says, suspend the time and we'll plead guilty. And as they're talking about this, they get in the elevator. Um, yeah. And Renee's like, all but six months. And John says, that troubles me. And Renee's like, oh, go take a moment, John. The guy could hurt somebody. And John stops the elevator. Mm. Like, you know when they do that, where they stop the elevator? Yeah. Do you? Because this is <laughs> something that I was like, hang on a minute. This is one of the, you know when people talk about TV and movie tropes that really are irritating because they never happen in real life? I was like, who stopped? 
stops the elevator. This is, Literally this nobody. all the time on TV. I know, it? but I was but, like, it was. I just happened to notice and I was like, wait a minute. When would anyone ever yes, do that? Yeah, no, I that's just really very true. I don't think that's why I said to her, I was like, you know when they stop the elevator and you're like, yeah, and I was like, do you? <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, do I? <laughs> If I was in the elevator with them, it's up to I'd be like, what the fuck? How is it? I'd be getting like the pepper spray out and be like, <laughs> but I'd also be like, what if they don't answer the emergency phone? Like, how are we going to get out of here? Well, what if it like, doesn't start again? I do not trust this machinery. <laughs> but I'm just like, surely halting it calls someone. Well, yeah, I don't know what like, the fuck. Isn't that how it works? If you halt it. Basically, it I don't think anyone someone. knows enough about lift technology <laughs> to be playing fast and loose with the stop button and buttons. <laughs> I'm just like, this would never happen in real life. Very true, that Unless is very true. In America it happens more, but when I lived in America, I didn't notice anything. I mean, I did live in New York where all the elevators are like 50 bajillion floors like Right, high. yeah, so you wouldn't. So if someone did do that, I'd be like, we are dangling! <laughs> Anyway, oh, John dude. stops the elevator and Renee's like, what the hell are you doing? And I was like, girl, I feel you. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> and John tries to psych her out, basically. Yeah, he does. He's like, in the spirit of friendship, I'd like you to hear me out. And she's like, I'm listening. And he's like, not too long ago, a man entered a woman's house at night without invitation and accosted her foot. It was an easy conviction for you to get, but you didn't get it. Why? Because you were up against me. I'm sure it gave your office pause. Fine, psyching her out. Yeah. The next thing he moves on to, I am not okay with, because he says, you then faced arrest yourself for kickboxing a man. And I'm like, no, do not bring this up. He yeah. says, you faced a certain criminal record, which you escaped. Why? Me. Verdict aside, it had to give your office pause. I'm like, why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> and he says, now you have a case. The defendant assaults innocent people with a weapon. Imagine the consequences of his acquittal. Imagine the pause it'll give your superiors. Now ponder who you're up against. Me. Let me say it again. Me. And I was like, John, I know what you're doing, but I do not like that you've thrown in her uh, sexual assault Well, this case. is a similar thing with Ali being like, oh, you kickbox people on dates. I didn't like, like that. Yeah, no, people are treating that. I'm okay with... to like... With the principle of trying to psych her out in a professional yeah, context. Yeah, because I like, that's part of the job. I like, I like that he's willing to play hardball with people he is friends with. Yes. Because I think that, I don't, I don't think they'd respect him if he didn't. Yes, like, exactly. Uh, and so I like that he's not a soft touch even when he's up against friends. Friends. But yeah, but bringing in that. That, that, that was a personal. Was like, that was no, a personal thing. That wasn't okay. her in a professional setting. <clears throat> yeah. But then, to Renee's credit, she's like, yes. you are not doing this. She <laughs> says, John, you're not going to work your little biscuit magic on this one. Not, not a chance. chance. So I'm like, she's giving as good as she gets. Yeah. So I'm like, well done, Renee. Yeah. But, but then, then he throws his tummy gurgle at her and she's like, looking at her stomach like, no, what's going on? So yeah, so that was yeah. interesting. Yes. Anyway, so then we have Bobby walking with Mr. Michelson and Mr. Gilpin in the practice 
offices and he's discussing how um he wants to put Mr. Michelson like on stand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's like, it's not going to take more than half an hour, but I want the judge to hear to Mr. Michelson and let him ask any questions, you know. Bernie's like, okay, fine. And he says, don't have a coronary. And Mr. Michelson's <laughs> like, that's funny. And then um, Bobby says, yeah. like, it may be seem manipulative, but it would help to have your family there, kids up front looking sad. And, and then like, he turns to Ali and says, don't say anything. It helps. And Ali's like, did I say anything? Like, <laughs> I can handle this. You know, I'm fine. I'm okay with the big boys. I and then Mr. Michelson's like, I don't want my kids listening to how their dad might die. And Bobby's like, that shouldn't happen. But if it does, your wife can escort them yeah. out. So he agrees, and then Bobby's like, well, it's late, and then... Mr. Michelson and Mr. Gilpin, like, start to leave, leave. like, uh, And then they're, like, bickering who's, who's driving. Drive. <laughs> yeah, they're bickering as they go, as they leave. So yeah. Ali and Bobby are left alone, and Bobby offers to give Ali a lift home. And Ali's like, oh, no, I'm going to take a cab. And Bobby's like, at 11 at night, I'm taking you home. And then they kind of look at each other. There's this weird, like, pause, which yeah. I was like, I don't quite understand why that's caused an awkward... Pause. Well, because he's saying, I'm taking you home. Like, but she looks like... I don't know. It's just like, could be construed as like innuendo. So I think she's like, huh? What? Mm? I guess so. Um, but then he says, okay, I'll help you hail a cab yeah. then. So they um, they go to walk out and they go for the door at, at the, the same, same time. time. And then they look at each other. And then Ali kisses Bobby. Bobby. And she, after she kisses him, she says, I have a great imaginary world, but sometimes I need things to happen for real. But then Bobby goes in to kiss her again. And it goes into like slow-mo. And while it's, um, while we see the kiss in slow motion, Rhonda is singing Fools Fall In Love by um, Elvis yes. over the soundtrack. And I don't know how you felt about that kiss, but let's compare it to say Greg, where <laughs> we saw Greg kiss Ali a couple of episodes ago and it was absolutely delightful. Um, <laughs> kiss I mean I don't know about you but it seemed like a little misaligned like it feels like she was like kissing his cheek more than she was actually kissing his mouth like it was yes, really I know what you mean looking I do know what you mean it looked weird like they were trying to do everything but kiss each other's mouth <laughs> like like around the mouth but not actually on the mouth but it was so bizarre I know what you mean but I kind of feel like I think that's kind of Ali's fault <laughs> I'm just saying it's weird. I just think Ali's a bit weird with kissing men. Like, I don't know. But I like Bobby as a... As a... Well, not with Ali. Like, I I think he probably has better kisses elsewhere. Yeah. (laughs) Which is probably why... Anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Well, anyway, this is what makes the next conversation um, so intriguing. Because the next scene we get is next morning. And Renee and Ali are at home. Renee's in... They're both in their, like dressing gowns um, and Renee's like I've got to hear all about it like yeah like every little Um, detail yeah Uh, was it good and they together they both go oh my god which I thought was delightful when you enjoyed that Um, and then she says this is the bit I don't understand because she says you know how first kisses can be the lips don't line up a little tooth on tooth this kiss wasn't like that and I'm like um, yes, it was. We literally just had slow motion well, evidence I that it was. I thought the first, I think the first kiss when she kisses him. That was alright, but it was the second one. It was like No, sloppy. see, I think it's the other way around. Oh. 
I think when she kisses him first, it's a bit sort of Well, anyway, odd. the way she's describing it, she then goes on to say, full alignment, upper on upper, lower on lower, and I'm not even going to talk about his tongue. And I was like, this is just lies. <laughs> like, what is happening? <laughs> I was like, we saw. You slowed it down in slow motion. Like, everything was everywhere. Like, nothing was, like, fully aligned. Well, maybe that was later. <laughs> well, whatever. I was just like, stop lying <laughs> stop lying um, but anyway um, yeah um, Ali says all I'm going to say if I bring him to the bar you better not get up and sing to him and I was like lol see that you can joke about yeah that's like not sexual assault that is like an embarrassing thing your friend did once that yeah. she's embarrassed about like and Renee says oh cute and she like throws a cushion at Ali yeah. but then the scene changes as the cushion gets thrown to Georgia throwing, throwing a, pillow. a pillow at Billy but like angrily she's making their bed and they're both like dressed she's for like the office. stomping around yeah, the she, bedroom she's, they're dressed <laughs> for the office and they're obviously getting ready to like leave and she's yeah. stomping around with a face like thunder and Billy's like what and she's like what what and he's like you're upset and she's like I'm not upset stomp 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 <laughs> And he goes, well, you're obviously mad about something. And Georgia, like, shouts, you're the one who's mad, remember? You're the one who's jealous. Not because I want to kiss Bobby. You're jealous that she does. And Billy's and like, like, who? And she's like, who? Ha! Who? Ellie, who? That's who. You are jealous. I am leaving. She, you have never been jealous of me being attracted to I was angry when you started cheering. What with, with the giant? Hey! I haven't sculpted it. And you did are projecting your jealousy about her onto me. You've been to too many shrinks. I have never been to a shrink. And it shows. <laughs> and I'm like, well, which is it, Billy? Too many or not enough? Like, for fuck's sake. He's such a fucking idiot. They're just, like, screaming I at know. each other about nothing and, like, going around in circles. Well, I mean, I, I think George has every right to be annoyed at Billy. Oh, for sure. And it really annoys me when he's done something dickish and George is still angry about it. And he's like, what's wrong? And it's like, what's wrong? <laughs> what's wrong? Yeah. <laughs> but, then, but the way Billy reacts is he like says one thing and then says the exact Completely, opposite. As if yeah. that like concludes his argument. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, you are a no. shit lawyer. <laughs> like, how are you a lawyer? You are so bad at arguing. <laughs> I was just like, I just could not live with this man. No. Let alone come anywhere near him. Terrible. Okay, so Billy walks off and Georgia like screams in frustration. <laughs> um, so then we're at court and Mr. Michelson is being questioned uh, by Bobby. And Bobby's, uh, basically they're trying to get to, they're going over this whole like money issue. Like yes. he's never asked me for anything. And Bobby's like, but what about the job? And he's like, well, he didn't ask. I had to practically force it on him. And Bobby says, well, your friendship, what do you get out of it? And he's like, besides a new heart. Yeah, Bobby's exactly. like, well, you said it. And Mr. Michelson says, well, that expression, lonely at the top, you have no idea how true that is. Every meeting, lunch, or even conversation, whoever I'm dealing with looks at me as the boss. My jokes get laughs, funny or not. My opinions have automatic credibility. People even say the mustard looks great on my tie. And I'm like, boo-hoo. I know. What a shame. <laughs> I know. Poor middle-aged white man at the top of his game. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he says, a friendship isn't real unless both sides have the right and power to tell the other guy to go to hell. 
and apparently uh, Bernie does this three times a week at least. Yeah. <laughs> and Bobby's like, well, you could fire him. And so this autonomy you're talking about. Yeah. And he's like, he doesn't care if I fire him. And, and Judge he... says, do you love this man? And he goes, I'd never say so with him in the room. <laughs> and he and... says, doesn't, and the judge says, doesn't that make it difficult to take his heart? And Mr. Michelson he's is like... He's very quiet when he yeah, says this. He's yeah, he's like, of course it does. As he said, I told him no forever and the judge says why what made you say yes eventually and he says well my children i don't want them to grow up without a father my wife and bernie i came to believe he really wants this when i said before he'd never asked for anything it isn't exactly right he's asked me for this so then we have the other case going on in the other court and alan farmer is on the stand and john is questioning him and <laughs> alan's explaining his point of view he says I see them there, all lovey, but clutchy, awkward. And goes, I see them there, all lovey, lovey, but clutchy, awkward. It's fumble, bumble, love. They don't know how to act. Um, and, and John's like, uh, and he says they're kind of stuck in cutesy neutral. And when I see it, I, you know, and John's like, assault them with canoe paddles. And he's and like, the, I accelerate love. And, the ju- and Judge Boyle's like, you accelerate love? And Alan goes... We live in a fast world, Judge. People look for instant gratification. Like TV today, the remote, boom, boom, changing channels. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. changing channels. No patience. People have no patience. Same thing on a date. They want click, click, click. Yeah. And sometimes they get a little stuck, so... And Judge Boyle goes, <laughs> so you bash them. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yes. And when I do, it brings out togetherness, nursing. Nothing bonds like a little crisis. Four of the five couples, their relationships got stronger. Two are now engaged. One's married. And Judge Boyle's like, because you bash them. <laughs> and he's like, in part, yes. I'm a Cupid. That fifth couple, they might have made it too, except he was a Christian scientist and they thought about overgoing to the hospital. Sometimes there's hurdles you don't see coming. <laughs> and then the judge goes, let me see your teeth. <laughs> And I can bet you money that John has briefed Alan on yes, washing his teeth. Yes, yeah. very much, yeah. Um, so then we have Ali leading Bernie into the ante room and she's explaining um, the procedure next. So it's just about closing like one, one last chance to address the judge. And then Ali says to him, when Mr. Michelson said that you really want this, what did he mean? And Bernie says, well, that I really want this. And she says, I know, but he said it in a way that in addition to helping him, you also want it for yourself. Is that true? And Bernie says, well, if I were to list all my life's accomplishments on a piece of paper here, this is it without the paper. He's like holding nothing Mm. up in front of Ali. And he says, this is my first chance to do something important. I could die without ever having done anything. Or I could die giving life to a person I love, giving children their father. Imagine thinking when you go, it'll have mattered that you lived and then consider the alternative. It's just really sad so that this sad. is in his head. Like, yeah. if he doesn't save his friend, then his life won't have mattered. mattered. And, yeah, it's that thing of, like, okay, you don't need a heart transplant, you need counselling, because your life is just as important as anyone else's. I mean, it sounds like anyone he's had else's. a super hard life. Yeah. Super hard. But it's made him devalue his life. Completely. And be like, it's not worthy. yeah. It's in the way that really this man's sad. is, you know? Yeah. But, okay, so then we have Billy and Georgia still arguing in Billy's office. Yes. Like, oh, I'm so over this. I know. Like, B 
Billy's saying it's got nothing to do with Ali and George is saying, you know, damn well I would never consider kissing another man and what I said to Ali doesn't disrespect you. And then Elaine bursts in oh, and God. says, sometimes in anger, people can lose track of what's being said. I'm happy to take the minutes. And she gets her, out like a dictaphone. Her, yeah, her dictaphone, <laughs> which is in the budget. <laughs> yeah. And they both scream at her, get out! And then Billy slams the door and you hear Elaine from behind the door going, rude, snapping! Yes. <laughs> Um, but Billy's then like stomping around, throwing pillows, and George is like huffing about, pretending to be jealous. What was that? You're not jealous. What was that? And Billy's like, I wanted to have a fight. And she's like, You what? And he's like, I wanted to fight. And George is like, So did I. And he's like, You did? And she's like, Yeah. Why did you? And he's like, I don't know. And George is like, You do know. And I'm like, They're like calming down, like being, yeah. just realizing that they're both just wanting to fight, fight at each other. And then Billy says, I feel like we're in a rut. We make love on Tuesdays and Saturdays. But for the last few months, actually, I've been timing it. Give or take 10 seconds. It lasts 17 minutes. And I'm like, I do not need this kind of information about my love life. I just really don't. Um, but anyway, he says, I feel like we're turning into a corporate Stepford couple rut. And I'm like, you're causing this, Billy. You want her to be a Stepford wife. That's yeah. how you behave. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know why you're like fighting with Georgia about this. Like you've done this. Yes. Anyway, Georgia's like, I've been thinking the same thing. And Billy's like, we can't even fight without agreeing. Rut! And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then George's like, what do we do about it? Billy's like, I don't know, you cut your hair. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, he, sure. goes, he goes, I don't know, you cut your hair. What else is there? And I just like, <laughs> then Georgia says, you want to walk around the house naked? And Billy's like, no, I don't want... And then he goes, yeah. And she's like, you do? And he's like, why not? Maybe I might wake up one day and not comb my hair. And George's like, gee, like really sarcastically. (laughs) Because I am like, this is your contribution. Well, Billy's like, I think we need to act our age more. And I'm like, yes, you definitely do. By not combing your hair. But we've been saying this for a while. Like they act like they're 20 years older than they are just because they're married. And I don't think that's good for them. But I am just like, Jesus, the state of this. I'm just like, you're picking fights with each other because you need more excitement in your relationship it's just like red flags guys like how are you totally like driving straight past these (laughs) (laughs) arguing and not making any sense i know know. so then we get to john's closing and he says love we all want it don't all get it i remember telling my mother in high school i wanted to wait for the perfect girl and she said idiot even if you found her she might be holding out for the perfect man she also said i wouldn't recognize love unless it bonked me on the head and i retorted well why don't you come along with me mum? and if you see love you hit me on the head so i'll know it was difficult as a young man taking my mother on dates <laughs> I am this? just like, shut up, John. This didn't happen. <laughs> I know. But anyway, he said, <laughs> one night I went, uh, not a date night, but just one evening, I turned to my mother and as I looked into her eyes, I could see she was dead. She'd passed on from an aneurysm right there at the table. All she said was, Ip, sitting in her chair, a quiet little Ip. And after he says this, Judge Boyle starts like <laughs> shuffling papers. Well, no, he goes to open a book. Yeah, he's like shuffling stuff on his desk. Yeah, and he gets a book out. Yeah. Um, John continues, it was her request to have her last words put on her tombstone. And I see people at the cemetery snickering when they read Joanna Cage, Beloved Mother, Ip. (laughs) 
like, why has this got to do with anything? I miss my mother, even though she's not here. I know she's still with me, smiling down on me, hoping I'll find love, praying that if ever I do, someone will have the kindness to whack me on the head with a paddle. And at this point, Alan's like, he doesn't say anything, but he's almost, his expressions are like, well, there you go. That's yeah, 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 He's like, see, <laughs> I'm doing this out of kindness. An act of kindness. Yeah. <laughs> and John says, this case isn't about malice. It's not about violence. You know what it's about. Say it with me. And with the jury, everyone goes, love. love. And he says, this jury moves me. And then Judge Boyle just looks up and goes, I don't think it's a real word. It because he's been looking it up in the dictionary. <laughs> and John just takes a moment. I fucking love Judge Boyle. Like he's so undercut the whole thing by that one line. It's this is so bullshit. Great. <laughs> I call bullshit. <laughs> anyway, then we get Ali and Bobby walking through the halls in the courtroom on their way to there case and Bobby's uh, well Ali's asking if he could get psychiatric counselling Bernie because if he's going to give away his heart it's probably smart to check out his head mm. and Bobby's like well he was deemed competent and Ali's like well yeah but what if a year from now he goes on Prozac and wants to live forever like yeah we don't know and Bobby's like well we could say that with every client like we have to do what they want now and yeah and Ali's like yeah but except that what he wants now means that he's not going to get a, a future, later yeah. yeah I just feel strange going into court asking for that then Bobby like grabs her arm and like leads her to one side for more kind of privacy and yeah. he's like speaking of feeling strange <laughs> about last night I just don't go around kissing people and Ali's like you don't? well I kiss everybody <laughs> That's what I do to get rid of guys. Once they kiss me, they are gone. And Bobby, like, furrows his brow at this point. Um, and he's like, well... He said, well, actually, the truth is, this past year, I've been involved with a homicide client, the DAO was up against in that case, and her best friend who works in my firm. So maybe I kiss everybody too. Um, and he says, but last night, that kiss... And they don't get to finish their conversation because the, the opposing, opposing counsel's counsel. like, the judge is coming back in and they, they kind of have to go back in. So... Bobby does his closing, and he says, A man walks down the street. A homeless person sticks out his hand. They become best friends. Years go by, the man gets sick. He needs a heart transplant. The list is a mile long. He'll never get one. And you notice with his, like, speech, he's very clipped, like, short sentences. Mm. Like, John often uses, like, long run-on sentences, mm. but I notice with Bobby, it's, like, Different short, style. short yeah. sentences. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Turns out this homeless person wants to give him his. They go in for tissue typing. It's a match. Consider the odds. Call it fate, call it God, call it luck. But these two men were brought together for a reason. And now they want to make a personal, private, medical choice. And we're going to stick policy between them? You think public policy shouldn't count at all? Do people want to switch hearts? We should rubber stamp that? If you determine the motives to be pure, yes. Let it be the patient's informed choice. And the judge says, okay, accepting the argument, sit down, you needn't persuade me your client is for it. And then he does something really unorthodox, which I'm not sure is even true. And he says, uh, even aloud, and he even well, acknowledges he even that. Yeah. It, yeah. He says, Ms. McBeal, you certainly know Mr. Gilson better than I do. I'm going to do something I've never done before. It's probably not even legal, but so what? I'm like, well, that's yeah, kind um... of the point of you being here. <laughs> that's kind of... Uh... <laughs> 
and he says, as of right now, I deem you judge. So he's saying to Ali, you have to make the decision and he's asking her to rule in the best interests of her client. And Ali's like protesting. So you, you can't, can't do, do that. that. He's like, well, I just did. So tough titties. Yeah, basically. like you want the order, you want to order the hospital to do it, whatever's best for him. And Ali goes, if I wanted to be a judge, I'd go suck up to a governor. And then she's like, I didn't mean that. <laughs> and he's like, make your ruling council. Like he's like really yeah. pushing her to decide. And she's like really torn. Like Bobby's protesting and like everyone's like, uh, Ali's like, I, a judge has to have wisdom and integrity. I'm a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like floundering. I'm yeah. not equipped. I'm not equipped to make decisions about hearts. And he's like, make the call, make the call. And then she kind of sighs and looks at both of them. And she says, plaintiff's motion denied. And the judge is like, yeah, it's fine, done. Yeah. So Bobby, Mr. Michelson, Bernie, Ali all file into the ante room and Bernie's like really pissed. He's like got his arms folded and it's like, why? And she says, well, you seem to measure a man's worth by what he does. And in my math, it goes more to what he is and anybody who'd sacrifice himself for a friend or children. And Bernie interrupts and says, well, how's that remotely relevant to my private decision? And she says, well, because your decision is based in part on wanting to be something, and I'm telling you, you already are. And, and he, then Mike, Mr. Michelson interrupts, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he goes, I never would have taken your heart. And Mr. Wilson's like, what? And he's like, I never figured any judge would say yes to yeah, this. Yeah, not for a second. And then Mr. Wilson's like, then what are we doing here? And, and Bobby's Bob- like, I might <laughs> second that. I'm like, what the hell is this? And Mr. Michelson's like, she's right. You needed to see this through for your own sake. And you did. Yeah. And then Bernie kind of laughs hollowly. Hollow. Hollow. Hollowly? Hollow. He In laughs. a hollow like, manner. He's a hollow laugh. <laughs> yeah. You know? He's like, so you went through all this to make me feel like a hero. And Mr. Michelson says, And maybe make me a hero too. See, uh, I've always measured a man by his friends. I tell my kids that. So, when I die, they won't judge me by my will or my job title. They'll say, look at the friend he had in Bernie Gilson. Willing to give him his own heart. I am crying in this bit. This bit makes me cry so much. Because he's just like, he's like, wow. And they kind of start walking off and they're like bickering as they leave again, like back to their like old group. Yeah, Bernie's like, you would have taken it. And, and he's, he's like, like I wasn't going to take it. And he says, you lying sack of shit. Like, you know nothing. Yeah. And it's so cute as they yeah. walk off because the last thing you hear is Bernie going, you make me want to vomit. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, the oh, right thing happened. Yes. And it's sad, but it it's the right sad. thing. Yeah, completely. So... Then we go to the verdict in the Alan Farmer case and the juries come back and they say Commonwealth versus Alan Farmer, four counts of misdemeanor assault and battery. We, the jury, find the defendant, say it with me, <laughs> and they all go, guilty! <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. I love yeah, that they took that I and know. threw it back at John. They're like, this won't and work. Renee did a little like, she fist does a fist pump. pump like, <laughs> and I really love that John's like, like, I don't know, like, Humbled. psyching her out didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Because I think, um, from what I 
remember of the show when it was first airing I think everyone was like so did Cajun Fish just like win every case well yeah I think this is the yeah. thing of being like no he is not infallible yeah like she's I was really glad that she got one over on him especially after that psyching exactly. out and it's like yeah you you are not the be all and uh yeah you know like yeah you, you yeah John has been humbled <laughs> yeah um against Renee as well I thought yeah. like Renee needed a win she did um, yeah. but anyway Alan goes guilty what's gonna happen now 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 and John goes my guess would be jail 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 <laughs> <laughs> and so John goes back up to Renee and says there's six months still on the table and she's like let me think about it and yeah. Alan goes I was an apostle of love and Renee goes yeah spank me <laughs> Which I really laughed at. Good for you. Um, yeah. So then we are... <laughs> in Billy's office. In Billy is in his office reading. And Georgia knocks and like peeks her head around the door. And it's like, it's eight o'clock. It's time to go. And he's like, okay. And she says, oh, I bought some sexy new shoes. Do you want to see them? And Billy's like, sure. sure. And then there's like sexy horn music. as she walks into his office and it pans up and she's naked yeah she's like <laughs> roll naked totes naked like roll <laughs> naked um, you see a she bit is of her just wearing her sexy new buttocks. shoes buttocks yeah, yeah exactly Billy takes his feet off the table and <laughs> like, like sits up <laughs> holy <and> smokes <laughs> Then we see the front of Georgia, but Billy's lamp is like <laughs> yeah, can't her her boobs. Boobs. yeah, exactly. So can't see and I really laughed at that. Lamp yeah. <laughs> um, and she's like, "Oh, what do you think?" And Billy's like, "Did you get a good price?" It's like she giggles, and then she sort of says, "Come with me to the conference room. Everybody's gone. It's just you and me and, and a, a big, big table. table." And I'm like, "That just sounds uncomfortable." <laughs> Let's go to a hard surface and do something that's going to make our bodies ache. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the next day. And Billy goes, what about the custodians? And I'm like, is that American for cleaner? I guess yeah, I think it is. Um, yeah. And she's like, they've all gone. Come on. And Billy like raises his eyebrows. He's like, then we're in another scene and Ali and Bobby are like walking through the hallway in the courtroom. Um, and she says, she says, she mispronounces his name first. She says Bobbit. Yes. And I'm like, who is Bobbit? <laughs> I don't think it. I think. Because I Googled it. So there was an American couple who made headlines in 93 John Wayne Bobbit and Lorena Bobbit in 93 because she cut off her husband's penis with a knife while he was asleep in bed and the penis was subsequently surgically reattached. So I'm like, is this like some sort of weird <laughs> reference to that case? No, I think it's like a pet name that she's made up for him in her head and now she's like spoken it well, out loud. Like weird because we've not heard it and we're in no, her head quite a lot. No, but I think uh, that's what I think it is. I think she's like in her head been, been like, oh, Bobby Bobbit. Like... <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was odd. And I, I think, yeah, I think it's like a little pet name. She's come up for him in her head and then she's accidentally blurted it out 
well, in conversation anyway, and then been like, like that's embarrassing <laughs> yeah so she says that by accident and then she says do you think I botched the ruling and Bobby's like no I didn't, you didn't botch anything and then he goes listen like he wants to have a chat with her and Ali just is like you know you're leaving the state aren't you and Bobby's like excuse me and he's like nothing it's just this is about the time when men apply for passports bygones what <laughs> and Bobby says I can't go out with you right now yeah he shakes his head and he looks sad and he's like I can't go out with you right now and Ali's like oh gee when you say it blunt like that it almost comes out swell <laughs> yeah so and Bobby's like I've got baggage and it's just if I went out with you right now I'd screw it up and Ali's like oh so for the sake of our relationship let's not have one and he's like oh you know what I mean I just need a little bit of time and Ali's like to deal with your old bags I mean baggage <laughs> and, and he made me laugh yeah yeah and then he's like hey and he like takes her chin, chin and like lifts it like gently towards him and then he gets hit on the back of the head with, with Alan. a paddle I'm like who let Alan? him bring that to court <laughs> yeah who let like, him have that God's again sake. Yeah. Who is passing with John and Bobby is like, ow. And John goes, unacceptable. <laughs> and Alan goes, he's in neutral. And Ali's like giggling and John's like dragging him off. Yeah. And Ali's like, are you okay? It looks like you might have a bump. And he says, oh yeah, anyway, where were, where were we? And she says, oh, you were putting me on layaway. And he's like, no, I was just asking for a little time. And there's like looks and as yeah. Vonda sings, fools fall in love again. And Ali, then we get Ali walking home, like walking on her own. On her own. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I think I do like Bobby, like his demeanour more than I like Greg's disagree. in the end. Hard like, disagree. No, just because I just felt like at least he was flirty with her and when she was flirty back, like he embraced that. Like he wouldn't, like if she just suddenly kissed Greg the way that he she suddenly just kissed Bobby, I think it would be like fine. Greg would have been like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Excuse me? Like, I really felt like he was, like, a given what we know that he... I think that is because he knew all along he had applied for this job before he even met Ali, and that was in the back of his mind, and he was a bit like, oh, I don't know if I can... But he... But that's not how he treated her. He would just be like, excuse me? Like, she'd done something really transgressive. Maybe. Like, and weird. And it was like, no, she's just flirting back with you because you flirted with her. I didn't read it like that because he's so dreamy. No, he is lovely, but, like, I prefer... I just feel like Bobby's too cold emotionally. I don't think you could get close to Bobby the way you could get close to Greg. I think I like a stern man. (laughs) I think that's what Bobby is. Right. And I think, like, yeah... (laughs) I'll get you a statue of Eric from The Little Mermaid. Are you ever said you like statues? Well, I never said you liked a stern man. I thought you meant stone. Stone cold. Stern as stone. Anyway. But okay. Yeah, anyway, but I do think like this thing of him being like, oh, I can't be with you right now because I've got stuff. Um, I, I just need a little time but that just being like that being like I just need a little time I am like so what you're expecting Give her to like a little more time just I just kind of felt like there was here it was like he was asking her 
to wait around for him. Yeah, I'm not And I that. was just like, no, no. Yeah, yeah, like... But also, given what we know, that he is a character on another TV show, like, there's no way he was going to be a regular character. No, on no. So, so this was always going to be a dalliance, yeah, wasn't it? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So trying to pretend that it's possibly going to be anything more, it's a bit silly. Silly, really. yeah. So anyway, then new scene, we're at the bar and Elaine and Richard are dancing kind of slow um, and she's asking about him and Whipper and saying, you know, does it look good? And Richard's like, well, it looks possible. And then Elaine goes, in the meantime, I'm, you know, and Richard's like, a slut. And she's like, exactly. In high school, boys called me the human window of opportunity. And Richard goes... I'm sure you were proud. I'm like massive no. eye roll at this no. whole conversation. Like there is not one redeeming feature about this conversation because you've got the the possibility of Whipper and Richard no, getting back bad. together being dangled in front of us, and it's nope. like nope, nope. A hard no nope. to that. Nope. And then you've got this whole like you know she you offers need herself me. up to Richard a lot. Yeah, and he's like, oh yeah, because you're a slut, and she's like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, anyway. And he's like, pass on it. Yeah. Like, and it's just like, stop it. Yeah. Stop, stop, stop. Both of you. Yeah. <laughs> You're really like, could have done without this little conversation. Yeah. I know. <laughs> then we sort of move to the other side of the dance floor and Ali and John are dancing slow. Yeah. Um, and she's sort of, it's funny because they're talking, but they're not actually talking to each other. They're no. both having separate conversations. Yeah. But then they kind of weirdly come back to, like, a, a, uh, a whole conversation. Yeah. With so, each Ali's, other, yeah. like, whining about Bobby, saying, oh, it was kind of like a timeshare dump, like, he might be back. And John just goes, oh, balls, I lost my case. <laughs> and she's like, she just doesn't even, uh, like, react to react that, yeah. not responding to what she said. She says, it's not that I object to sadness, it's just whenever I get depressed, I raise my hemlines. If things don't change, I'm bound to be arrested. I thought that was such an Elaine line. Yeah. I thought that was like, I don't feel like Ali would say this. I, I feel think like this, this is, is like a... the writer's nod to the like hoopla that her hemline's got. got the, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, she then says, ever wish you could erase a day from your life, or a year even? And John says... How could you even think of erasing this one? So much has happened. And Ali's like, yeah, a lot of it was bad. And John was like, well, some good, some bad. Most of it memorable. How many people get that? And he says, my mother used to tell me. And Ali goes, oh, God. John goes, John does his smile therapy smile. And she goes, oh, I'm sorry. What did she say? And he says, she'd say, if you think back and replay your year and it doesn't bring tears of joy or sadness, that was a year wasted she was a very profound woman and Ali goes and on her tombstone it says ip (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so I thought that was a cute little moment between Ali and John yeah so then we are in another scene and we are upstairs in Cajun Fish (laughs) and there's like this camera pan across like clothes shoes on the floor yeah and then we get Then we get a close-up of Georgia and Billy's feet on the table. Georgia is still wearing her shoes. Yeah. um, And they're on the table and they are kissing naked. And this is where I throw in my... (laughs) I am like, you are being disgusting! People have to work at that table. Very often people eat off of that table. And it's just not a good place to have sex. It's your workplace. Like, people often come in late to work. And 
And also, Billy and Georgia, I'm my eyes! Like, I just don't want to see this! Why they thought this was a good finale to the season, I don't know, because this is like the last thing anyone should ever have to witness with their 2018 eyeballs! Thank God we're getting new ones! We need them after this. I'm burning the old ones because they're soiled! They'll never recover! Oh my god! Oh, I, I was I, like, no! I mean, to be fair, I don't think they've managed to actually do anything just yet other than be naked. Who knows? Because, well, because they're they've not... They've been up there for a while. But they're not sweaty. They're not, like, dishevelled. that. No, but they're not, like, dishevelled in any way that would indicate that any movement has happened. There is no friction on the back of Georgia's, like, I'm just head. imagining how painful <laughs> that's going to be. Because she's the one lying down on the table. He's yeah. on top of her. Yeah. And, like... As and when thrusting starts, like <laughs> that bare, that like polished Ooh. wood against yeah, her bare bum. skin, like ugh, it's just gonna, she's gonna have such sore skin after that. I hope they've got the E45 cream <laughs> from Billy's butt hurt butt because George is gonna need it next. Anyway, they're on the table kissing oh, naked, and Ali comes out of the elevator. It dings, yeah, and she comes out and she just stops stock still and like sw- like her head goes from side to side and you get this like exaggerated swishing noise on like the you can you, like a hand swish she's basically she's sensing that yeah, something yeah she's like, she's, she's like someone else is here yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my romance senses are tingling and and then you go to Georgia and Billy and Georgia's like oh my god and Billy's like just stay completely still <laughs> like a t-rex like you don't move she can't see you and then there's like sexy detective type music going on as ali's like as she like turns walks slowly to the conference room and turns on the light and like it perfectly spotlights georgia and billy like on the table and then ali just raises her eyebrows and like twitches and it's like open mouths and billy's like Hey, Ali! She's like, hi! <laughs> she manages to paste, like, this really, like, fixed smile to her face, like, this Hello. is normal! <laughs> and George is like, how's it going? And Ali's like, fine! And then she sort of turns the light off and walks back to her office looking completely grossed out. She, like, shakes her arm, like, almost like, she's like, Whoa, get up! But I'm like, why are you staying in the office? Like, I know! Like, uh, most people would run out! Like, exactly! <laughs> Burn their <laughs> um, so she goes into her office to make a phone call, so just like sit there for the duration. She picks up the phone and she's clearly phoning Renee because you kind of hear the other side of the phone you call, can don't hear you? Her, yeah. um, and she goes, Hey, witch, heard you won. And I wrote, like, You secretly mean bitch here, right? Yeah, I, is it that time? Because I know that in um, American TV shows, obviously, they don't, like, there's, there's different rules as to hear about swearing. Yeah. And quite often they dub like films and stuff yeah. with like other words yeah. that fit in so like the famous one is the Die Hard yes. Kaye Melon Farmers 
I'm say words that are kind of fit the same number of syllables that, yeah. that, and yeah. like same mouth movements. Yes. But like, do you think this is because witch? I don't no think one I've ever heard ever anyone. calls their girlfriend hey witch. I mean, maybe they do. I don't know. No. Anyway, but she no, says hey witch. witch. Heard you won, <laughs> and she's like, oh, I'm packing up. Do you feel like a late dinner? And Mene goes, I'll eat anything. Hurry up. <laughs> Bye. And then she sits back, and all this time I'm like, Billy and Georgia are <laughs> fucking in the next room. But do you think they carried on after that? I would have thought you'd be like, okay, we okay. Well, then pack up Billy and, and Georgia are getting dressed in the next room. Like, don't hang around. But yeah, then John's. Uh, you hear like John's, John's voice saber. in Ali's yeah. head, like, and it has a bit of an echo. Yeah. Going like, if, if you, you think back and your replay year. your year, if it doesn't bring tears of either joy or sadness, consider the year wasted. And that's where we hear. Doom, 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 doom. There's a picture I've been living for. It's a photo of the boy next door. And I love them all the words could say yeah. Never knew it till he moved away Faded pictures in my scrapbook Just wanna take one more look And recall when we were all in the neighbourhood Yeah, so that's the awesome. They can draw us singing one last time. Sorry, not sorry. Um, and whilst that's playing, we get flashbacks of like key moments from the entire series, uh, season even. Yeah. So I have written them all down. So have I. So let's see if I let's see if we can get bingo. So yeah. first of all, we have Ali bumping into Richard after being fired. Yeah. Then we have her seeing Billy for the first time at Cajun Fish. Yeah. We have Billy smiling on a dance floor, yeah, which I was at like, the bar. stop with this. She, you have her shaking hands with him. Yeah. We have then... him hugging her as she's crying. Yeah, at this point I was like, is this all going to be Billy? Because I'm, I'm like, not This is showing it. no growth. <laughs> <laughs> then we have Renee and Ali singing at the piano. Yeah. When they got the piano. Remember that piano? Where the hell is that piano? <laughs> um, then we have... Um, Ali her... dancing in the unisex. Yeah, so, why don't you marry me, Billy? Then we have her being a bridesmaid with with Georgia. Georgia. Uh, slamming the door on Elaine. It's like, ah, oh, being mean to Elaine. Memories. <laughs> um, kissing salad face guy. Yeah. Kissing John. Yeah. Well, John, like, doing the sucking kiss. Yeah, on her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kissing Chaney. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> uh, dancing with blow up doll David, RIP. Yeah. Um, slow dancing with John in the office at Christmas. Yeah. When they have that slow dance. Yeah. Um, uh, her Billy. fantasy dance with Billy, like that dancing with the stars in the Yeah, box. see, I was like, why is this here? Because isn't this, wasn't that like a weird Billy fantasy? It was. Like, it's not a so memory. How is she so why is she Yeah, exactly. Um, coffee with, having the coffee with Georgia, yeah. like the sexy Starbucks. Harry Pippin! I know, yeah. I know. Tracy, Tracy dancing in the bar, punching, yeah. Hugging Oren, yeah, yeah. coolly. Um, kissing Greg! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, of all the kisses in that montage, that's the best one. Yes, yes, for sure. I think it is, yeah. He wins. Kissing, kissing Glenn, Glenn, kissing Bobby, Bobby, painter guy. The artist guy, Stephanie! Stephanie! I've put several exclamation marks. Yes, I did, I um, 
her in the snow outside the church at the Pippin's wedding. No, it was slow-mo confetti. Okay, I thought it was Remember. snow. No, it was confetti. Okay, all right. Maybe it was both. Who knows? But anyway, her like fixated on her face, like that bit where she's watching them go off, drive yes, off after the yes. wedding. Um, and then it cuts back to like real time Annie, and she's just In like cry laughing at her death. So, so and insinuation the closes on season one. The year has not been wasted. No. Yeah. Has this year been wasted as far as you're concerned, Eleanor? No. Has this been no. worth it? I think No! No! <laughs> listen to that song and like cry laugh about all the things <laughs> did. remember that time Billy Butter remember that time where we like went mental <laughs> snappish great incredible retrial so I've gone with um, obviously there were two cases yeah um, I feel like we can't really rule on the well, we can, I suppose. I, I, I just chose the Commonwealth versus Alan Farmer one because eventually the other one went to Ali. Well, I've done and there was kind no of jury both. In that. But yeah, okay, all right. Okay. Start with um, Mr. Michelson and Mr. Well, I think Ali did come to the right decision yeah. in that regard. Like, I don't think you can allow two people to do what they are proposing, especially when you see the reason yeah. that uh, the, the person getting the bad heart is doing it because he doesn't feel like he's worthy of a good heart in the way his, like, CEO BFF is. Yeah. Like, and I CEO do... BFF has two <laughs> three-letter acronyms <laughs> for my liking. <laughs> and, like, I do believe in, like, the right to bodily autonomy, but I feel like there are lines... I thought you said, I do believe in the right to waddly autonomy. <laughs> autonomy. I believe in that too. <laughs> I should be allowed to waddle when and how I please. I believe in the right to bodily autonomy. But I feel like... That <laughs> you're okay. Yeah. But I feel like there are lines that it can cross when you take it to an extreme place yeah. that aren't okay, like this case. But also I'm reminded a little bit of, in Germany in 2001, there was a case where a guy advertised online that he wanted to eat someone <laughs> and, and he was looking for a willing victim. And he met up with someone who wanted to be eaten. Eat and or be eaten. <laughs> this happened. And they met up like met up online and they did it. He he ate him. All of him. All of him. All of me. <laughs> all of you. All your liver and your kidneys. But your originally skin and your all. flesh. Give your all <laughs> to me, and I'll eat all of you. Who doesn't he spit on that song? <laughs> but he was original. <laughs> you know when I said that was the last time we'd be singing? I don't know. Lies. Never. Um, <laughs> but the 
he was originally convicted for manslaughter because his victim was willing, like consented, or consented to be eaten. So it really complicated, really complicated the the trial. Yeah, and he was originally convicted for manslaughter, but that was then upgraded to murder like a couple of years later. Right, but it is just that thing of like just because someone's consenting to do something that is really morally and bad yeah. so that that you know they're either going to end up dead or dying soon because of what it is that they are offering yeah. to do for yeah. someone yeah like that that doesn't also I, it's i'm true not sure that that should that fall under bodily autonomy because yeah because the argument the opposing counsel made was like uh fine for them to make that decision privately but you can't force a hospital to do that because it's not just something they can do privately you need other people to perform yes, that surgery yeah. and it's not fair like no. doctors take an, uh, their Hippocratic oath to say yeah. I will do no harm yeah. so and you you're, can't you're... force them to go against that yeah. that's not yeah, right yeah you're asking them to, to go against that because it's not someone. just something that you can make privately you need to involve other people yes. and other people shouldn't be put in that position, in that position. Yeah. Exactly. yeah that's not what they're paid for yeah. to do that yeah so yeah like so i think she made the right decision yeah um and in regards to like alan i'm just like he's straight up assaulting people like oh, lock yeah. him away oh i was like guilty <laughs> you can't go around whacking people with a bat like i don't no. care what your reasons are like <laughs> you tried okay. just having a conversation with them if they're stuck in neutral <laughs> rather than hitting them like or maybe just Stay Get out over of it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Leave them alone. <laughs> Just, yeah, bizarre. Jail, 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 indeed. Yes. <laughs> Verdict of the week. The jury's back. Your final one. What are you, what are you doing? Um, doing a bit of a left field one. Oh? Yeah, I'm going to find Judge Walsh guilty. <laughs> oh, it's his first appearance out of the gate. I you're know. Like, I don't like you. No, it's not that I don't like him i just think he was really irresponsible right <laughs> like in terms of like i think it was really unfair of him to put make ali a judge suddenly yes. on the spot like that. she was not equipped yeah she was not equipped and like he even says this is probably isn't legal but who cares like, but also it's like it's you're a judge like you're like, elected to judge is that how that works Something like that. Um, I don't know how it how it works, but, but certainly you need a certain amount of experience, and people put you in that role, whether you're hired for that role or you're elected. Either yeah. way, you're given that responsibility because you've met certain criteria. criteria. You can't just be like, well, this is too hard. I'm gonna get someone else to do. Yeah, it's like tough decisions are your job. That's what you're paid like, for. Like that's what that's the whole point. Exactly. It's like you're the person we go to for tough decisions. Yeah. It's not your job to delegate tough decisions. No. To people less qualified. Than no. Me. Like, and I just, yeah, I just feel like it was. I mean, I'd like to think, because I was like, he doesn't know that she. I mean, I don't know how well if at all he knows Ali right like but he could have that that's so irresponsible if only like he could have got one of those lawyers that is just like I will do anything to get what my client wants, wants. yeah exactly yeah He's so got bias. it doesn't morals don't matter to me I just want to exactly. get what my client wants so he could she could have been one of those lawyers I mean maybe it's a case of he could sense that she wasn't yeah. but that's not uh, he could have been wrong. Yeah. She could have been one of those lawyers that really doesn't give a yeah. shit about the best interests. 
they're just interested in the in the money that they yeah. will make if they win. Yeah. So that I just felt was a really irresponsible thing to do, and I was just like, not okay, not yeah. cool. Yeah. So, my verdict of the week, Ooh. I have given Ali a Ooh. not guilty. Because I just thought we're at the end of the season, and she's actually, I've seen some growth. Like, she's okay. growing a bit, and I wanted to just give her a gold Acknowledge. star. Okay. Because she kissed Bobby, she didn't, like, obsess over it, like, no. beforehand. She just was like, no, I'm going to kiss him, I'm going to go for it. Yeah. Like, she talked about it, like, girl chat, but she didn't go into that, like, spiral that she has. Like, no. what does this all mean, business? Yeah. She listened to John's advice, like taking stock and like not considering the year wasted. Yeah. And she didn't spiral at seeing Billy and Georgia. And she's, and pretty much since her, Georgia and Billy had that like three way, it all came to a head argument. She has stayed away for the most part from Billy. So I just wanted to say like, well done. Okay, okay, yeah. Congrats. Okay, some some personal growth. Yeah, because if yes. I consider Ali at the beginning of the season versus Ali now, she's been through a lot and she's 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 not like there, but she's getting no, there. She's no. making steps, she's making progress. And yes. I was like, okay, like, let's right. recognise yeah. said progress. Yes. Okay, okay, yeah, no, I think that's fair. I thought it was a nice thing to give, you know, the titular character a gold star <laughs> at the end of the season. Well done. Okay, so cool. That is... We're there. Yeah. We've done it. We've done. We've done it. We've dun, bloody dun, done it. Dun, 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 we did it. Dun, dun, we are the champions, champions. my friends. Yeah. So I think that all that remains is to sort of give you a bit of uh, news and announcements on what <laughs> we're going to do. <laughs> no, it's not cultural stuff. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not now. <laughs> So we're planning on starting up season two around the same time as we started season one last year because we quite liked that we finished this season at the end of the year. Yeah. It's like Christmas time now and everyone's looking forward to the new year. Well, you'll be hearing this on... Christmas Eve. Boxing Day? Christmas, uh, Boxing Day, yeah, you're right. It is Boxing Day. So yeah, we hope you had a good Christmas. Yeah, I hope you had a lovely Christmas. We will have had a whale of a time, I'm sure. Uh, I'm planning on having a <laughs> um, but um, yeah so we're, but we're not going to leave you stranded in between now and February when we start up no. again um, we have got a couple of things coming in the next uh, few weeks and months we're going to be giving a little Christmas New Year surprise for you in terms of a bloopers episode oh, Eleanor yes. has been collecting bloopers I have for Sometimes, so yes. look out for that in your pod feeds whilst yep. you're off work. Um, a little time after that, we're going to do a season one wrap up episode where yep. we will discuss all of the kind of season wide things that we don't get too much of a chance to get into detail on during yep. the um, during the kind of week the the sort of fortnightly episodes. Yes, and in that episode, we will of course be discussing the winner of the verdict of the week leaderboard yeah. and the loser. So that's very exciting. Spreadsheets at the ready. Yes. And then we will also be planning a mailbag episode for recording in January. So please do send us your thoughts, your feelings, your what you love the most about season one, what you're excited yeah. for in season two. Yeah. Um, any questions that you have as well. Um, we would love to collate them and read them out on the air. So um, you can get in touch with us on Twitter at Bygones Podcast, on Facebook, search for Bygones Podcast, on Instagram, Bygones Pod, at Bygones Pod, and also email us, uh, bygonespodcast at gmail.com. So yeah, until next time, Bygones! Bygones!
photo I've been